10 o'clock. Under that? We, t- we on time. We talking about? <laughs> hey. You hey. know? Hey. These millennials with yeah. their opinions yeah. and their podcasts. Yeah. Every Burr. one of them has podcasts Skirt. nowadays. Hey, yeah. Yeah. no one cares yeah. about your yeah. opinion, yeah. buddy. All right. I'm here to tell you. I don't care what you think about love or sex, politics or religion, or how your socioeconomic blah, blah, blah. Save it for someone who cares. But they should know better than ours. Respect. Yer. 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 What's this? Yer. What's up? I said, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> this is another millennial podcast. I am another millennial podcast host. I go by the name of Nick Teasy, aka Young Tizzer. Shout out to my boy Wizard, aka Lapod James, aka Big Homie Young Segway Son. I got a couple co hosts in the building with me. Welcome to the show everyone you know uh this your boy los uh i was missing last week uh, i had my friend come by and replace me though anchovy jesus love you anchovy jesus anyways i still don't get it fam <laughs> are we are we supposed to get that no i don't no, no. no. i want to what does that mean? <laughs> i don't know no one knows what it means fucking los. <laughs> <laughs> is it provocative? I don't know. It gets us every time. It gets me every time. Gets you asking questions, don't it? Chovy <laughs> Jesus. Anyways, that ain't me. Obviously, that was my replacement. Uh, go ahead. Yep, yep. What's up? It's your girl ACB, aka AC Montana, aka ACB the God, aka Hotel AC producer in the ACB studios. <laughs> we also got some people behind the uh, cam today. I don't know why I can't ever remember that word. What's really good, y'all? Sugar Bolale, the queen of Pepper Them Gang in the building. How y'all doing tonight? Ooh. Howdy, 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 howdy. You're, you're, it's Grizo, aka Mr. No Face, No Case. You're. Oh, that's not the one I was supposed to hit. <laughs> wait, wait. What, you got a sound effect for it now? I thought I had to. Sorry, sorry. That's what I was trying to do. I was trying to do the air. Uh, Oh, we in the building. Uh, Kid Poetry, if you ain't know, it's me and Toby, and I have to work on my intro. <laughs> <laughs> That's what KP stands for. Yes, it does. Mm. Wow. Got poetry in your name. Wow. Shout out to the Black Love in the building. Is that part of your name? Mm-hmm. Like, is that poetry is your actual name? Kid Poetry. Oh. Oh. Right. <laughs> okay, that's cool. That's cool regardless. Uh, how y'all doing? And we never got that poem out of you either. I remember the one time you, uh, the first time you told us about it, we had asked for it. We never I still have it. nightmares about the fact that we don't have it. You got some shots out of me. That might have been it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it. So how's everyone doing? Great. All is well, man. I got a birthday coming up. We know it. This when is your birthday? Sunday. Sunday. That's the twenty-six. Twenty-six. We turn into big thirty-two, and I'm still. I was thinking about it uh, from that last uh, one that year. we did. I'm still going with that shit, bro. What magic, magic year. year? It's my magic year, bro. <laughs> like laugh all you want to. I mean, magic is thriving now. Sure. I'm saying. He's fucking thriving. <laughs> one of like. A bomb ass businessman, bro. He he got some stacks on deck. He's straight over there. Ain't twenty six the, the best number? Twenty six? Mm-hmm. No. Nah. Why you say that? 
trying to shoot the shot. Oh, okay, it, okay. Know, shoot the shit. I don't know what the <laughs> phrase is, but. I'm like, 26 be trash. <laughs> Random ass number. was a horrible year. 28, I was I was good, though. I liked it, 28. 20, uh, 28? Mm-hmm. Yes. 26 plus 2. 2. 2 is my favorite number. So 26 is a great year, I guess. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I wonder if the kids are going to uh, call 24 their Kobe year. Like, if a kid was to turn 24 now, would he do it? I'm so interested probably. to know. Now? No, probably. the kids don't know Kobe. Come on, the kids. The kids know. don't know Kobe. The kids know well, they Kobe. Don't. I think they know of Kobe, like like kind of like we knew of Jordan, but never watched him. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that's the case, you gotta know. You still know. And then, by the way people talk about this. what age and are then, the kids? And then we're they're talking, talking about him, but then it's, but then it's like, oh, never mind. Those are adults. Young adults. Sixteen year olds. Yeah, I thought you were talking about sixteen, ten to sixteen. No, nah, they don't know Kobe. Mm-mm. All right. But my point was just I wonder if people would like You know Even though Kobe is a great Magic is a great He's thriving But You know no. It's become part of our culture <laughs> Like <laughs> you The know, fuck Because I mean You know Like you know dead. You know how like our, our culture Like in large part Is uh, based off of Like our current language And then Vice versa Our language gets developed By what our culture is um, so it's kind of like people are, to your point, always going to know of Kobe because we all, we, we reference Kobe, even if we don't know we're referencing Kobe, you know, like, like, I'll, I, like, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll like beat a level in Candy Crush with one move left and I'll yell Kobe. Like, <laughs> oh, you did that before you even fucked with Kobe is what you're saying? Yeah. Things like that, you know, yeah. uh, it's just like. Definitely like the little kids who be throwing the shit. Yeah, in the that, trash that's can. that's where I got that from. You know, it's like Kobe. Yeah. So you don't think a twelve year old? No one, no. no one yells at the Jordan. Same time, no one yells Jordan during their time. Right. I at the like. same time, I was about to say they definitely might be like Curry. That's what I said. It's gonna be Curry. It's about that nostalgia, <laughs> and for them, they don't got that those memories with Kobe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah. 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 I think they do Kobe if they're like. Pretty close to it, but then the further away they are, they'll start yelling Curry. I hear y'all, and Curry <laughs> is the greatest shooter of all time, but I only feel like Curry will pop because it's similar to Kobe. Like, it's a play mm-hmm. on Kobe. Nah, at the same time, they be like, <laughs> Steph Curry? Like, they say it like that. Like Chef Curry with the pop, boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Drake definitely yeah. made that shit way yeah. famous. <laughs> familiar. Got them. Um, it. I remember it too. Like just playing the game with you. Like I'd be like, okay, Bron. Okay, LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Like so. You know he out there. But see, that's my whole thing. That's why I think the the ten to sixteen year olds, man, the young kids, just because it's cultural. You know what I'm saying? It's not even about knowing who these people are. It's just about five years. You won't hear his name except amongst ball players. Kobe. Yes. Really? The next part, you won't hear his name. Kobe and the people that even amongst our generation. No, hmm? Even amongst our generation. Nope. I, I come back in five years. Nope. I don't hear his name that much now. Like, and it's still just a recent death. But I don't think you're gonna hear his name in five years, um, except amongst ball players or like avid basketball fans. I love I it, Green. Think so. I don't think Green. He believes in us. People We're gonna be around in five years Jordan. for him to come back to say the same shit. Hmm? Who knows? I, I feel like I love the trust. Talk about Jordan and his game. So I don't see why Kobe would just fade into the. 
abyss. Oh, abyss. <laughs> and they speak so much about Into the annals of they history. They speak so much about his work ethic, where it's not even about him anymore. He rep, he rep, he represents like dedication. Mom, right. I feel like a lot of the current ball players and athletes speak of that. Yes. I think the casual fan and consumer of sports in five years will not speak of Kobe. He you will remember? have a place in sports, the sports world. When he died, like how they said this is like one of the most recognizable deaths in the world. Like yes. The world. Yes. So, I mean, it's bigger than just like athletes. It's it's the cultural right. effect and that the culture moves have. on and they have current people that they're going to be more enthralled by. And in five years, they will not speak of him. If you I say think. the name, they will remember and recognize who you're talking about. They will not actively talk about him in five years. They will have topic. other things this going on. This is a good topic. Who? Huh? Who else? Who else? Who, who do you think? Will so be the culture that we have, they're always pass. about right now. What have you done for me lately? Especially, I think this generation. So they will focus on whoever's hot at the time. But right now, you have a Kobe and LeBron. They have other distractions. I think we appreciate our heroes in those nostalgic moments we have more than the current generation of kids that are growing up. They will move on to the next person. I'm not saying that he's not great. Absolutely great. One of the greatest. But the way that the culture is now, these kids, five years from, they won't even talk about him. You don't think his family is going to do a good job of keeping his memory alive? In the circles that matter to them and wherever they do it, yes. But I think on a, on a national level to where it's still relevant to the culture of young people, teenagers, people okay. in their early 20s, no. No, I don't right. think it's going to stick. Like They're not going to have like a Kobe Bryant day nope. or no shit like nope. that? They're going to continue with sneakers, though. So that's already one cultural thing that's going to True. And I'll be curious to see how popular they are five years from now. And he played for the L.A. Lakers his entire career. Yes, That's and that matters to the, us. They about to build a statue. My brother, my brother, the, 20 years old. Center. My brother, 20, he don't even care. My brother's 20 years old. He don't care. Come on. He doesn't care because that's what's cool. That's true. Yeah, yeah, doesn't necessarily mean that he doesn't evil. know who that is. If you say it to him, he gonna know. But is he gonna bring it up? No. Is he gonna yeah. speak it on his own? Is no. He gonna is it gonna matter to him? No. No. He's no, he's not. No. But if you say it to him, oh yeah, I remember that dude. You know, he was nice, right? Yeah, he was nice. Five years ago. He throw something in the trash, what he called Soldier Boy died. He's he not saying cry. Kobe. <laughs> He's saying everything but Kobe. They saying whoever alive, whoever's current. That's, I'm just talking about the mind of the generation, bro. I'm watching and listening to him. They on to the next thing like that. I'm not, it's not a knock to Kobe. It's not a knock to his family. I'm talking about when we say culture, the culture we in now and the way they're going about shit, five years from now won't matter. Man, but that shit happens every fucking generation. Because, I mean, it's not like we're out here upholding our fucking culture and our history in our history based off of our ancestry. Like, I'm not out here uh, speaking Ecuadorian or, or living that culture just because my, my family does Which it. Which is why I don't feel like I'm saying anything that crazy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's not wild. But, I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. I actually, that's, I, I wholeheartedly disagree. And that's why I feel like you yeah. are saying something crazy. We, we're so nostalgic. Like, all we do is think about the 90s and about the fucking our, 80s. About our generation. That's us. Shut, that's us. But, you don't think that... But that, we don't, that's we don't us. think about our parents. Yeah, we like, don't. Like, Y'all don't think we dress like people from the 80s right now? I mean, yeah. But we're not doing yeah. it because... That's, that's, because but that's general. That's vague. It's cultural. That's general, though. That's different. That's much broader. just talking about magic. That's what I was going to say. Magic is the 80s. Like, it is... I didn't remove. even know. But, the, but, but he was the start of recently. that shift to basketball being an entertaining thing. Like, basketball wasn't well, always Will popular. Will Chamberlain had over a thousand women. I think it was pretty entertaining. He's that. speaking to the mic. Oh, but most Will people don't know who that is. Will <laughs> Chamberlain. <laughs> One of the best basketball players of all time. So I think basketball has been uh, exciting for a while. I think we still remember a lot of those people. 
Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. We remember them. Most we recognize know who he them. Yeah. We know, like, even if we do know the names. So, like, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, I know their names. It's I not. They're not relevant to me. Play. I don't care. I've never I seen care. their. I've yeah. never even seen their highlights. Probably, like, and that, that I'm not the biggest basketball fan. Yeah, I'm but well, like. If I, I'll ask the big, the, the bigger basketball fans in the room, have do, do do you guys consider those guys your your basketball heroes or not? No, so I, yeah, I respect them as the greats. My thing is my cultural reference, and this is me, a millennial. My cultural reference for Vince Carter was the latest song by I think Roddy Rich. Put my whole arm in the rim, Vince Carter, when he say mm-hmm. that line. Mm-hmm. So that's how I found out, oh, he be dunking with his arm in there. And then yeah. that's when I seen the highlight video. Uh-huh. Had I known wow. this before? No. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, I will say that the future, the, um, what's the name generation behind us? The Gen Z? Mm. Gen Zers? Them niggas, like, they care even less about entertainment and entertainers. You know, I I, so. I wholeheartedly agree with I, Green. I, I, I don't, I don't it's all about that next much. thing. It's all about that that viral thing that's hot at the moment. I think they care as much. It's just we're, we're they're not caring about the same things that we care about anymore. So it's just if it seems like they're they're moving on. I also feel like caring it's different because they get an influx of information ongoing. You know. Um, with regards to like social media and everything like that, they see so much shit so much faster than we seen it. We had to get our shit from the the news news. Do you mean earlier or faster? They get it faster now. Because I feel like we all get it at the same time. We, we just, get it. We're just we not get it as just connected. As fast we're now. not as connected. But they ago. right. We had to like go through stuff to get this information. They have like a constant influx of it, whether they want it or not. If they got a phone, they're strolling on something, right, some so, type of so social media. This earlier than, than than we got it. We, yeah, we have, babies we, got tablets right now. Mm-hmm. They doing full on college with. course type shit. Mm-hmm. We pass tablets. We're seeing babies with smartwatches. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a baby with a smartwatch. <laughs> oh my god, that would be fucking nuts. <laughs> That'd be cute. Oh my gosh, I bet it's out there. See, that's our generation. It's like no, we can just accept that like that. Like, of course, I thought I thought it was cute when I saw it. Like, oh, look at you. You think you can know how to use it, and she probably does. <laughs> she probably does. That's the crazy part. Probably be checking her heartbeat and everything. Me and babe was babysitting this little boy, and um, he had a little iPhone, and. He was like, can you text somebody for me? Like, he couldn't spell his name or nothing, but he know how to work this phone. He go to YouTube, and he's, like, he's in the stage of starting to learn, like, letters and shit. So he's typing by memory, like, letters and shit in the YouTube videos that he can watch. And I'm like, bro, he, like, five years old. Five years old doing this shit on the phone. And they they just get exposed to this shit way early, mm. way Crazy. early. I remember I couldn't even get a phone till I was thirteen, yes. till I was yeah. in middle school. Yes. Now yeah. it's little babies like he got a fucking iPhone, bro. I got a Google Pixel. I mean, mine's much later than his phone. Like, of course, somebody old has iPhone, but that nigga still got an iPhone. Yeah, my nephew has an iPhone and he's nine years old. Actual wondering, when did y'all get your your, your first phone? I got mine at fourteen, I think. Fifteen, fifteen. Thirteen. Thirteen. Sixteen. 
personal phone? 13. Yeah. Yeah, maybe 13. Mm -hmm. I feel like I can appreciate the technological advancement that we're all experiencing, but it's kind of scary and depressing how social media is the realm that seems to hold the most weight, not even reality anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit is really scary. Is that and our fault? Absolutely. Is it our all, fault? All, all parties involved. <laughs> take I mean, we don't have to be plugged in, but so, it's so good. We're plugged in. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of like programming. I hate to say it like that, but it's what's being fed to us. Mm-hmm. So you're going to want to keep up. People are getting the new iPhone every single time it comes out, like just mm-hmm. to say current and relevant and it's just crazy to me even the metaverse is about to be like a real thing because i had homegirls buying dresses shoes purses on the metaverse like spending real money on things that they it's not tangible all that stuff is crazy black mirror yeah it's black mirror we're living black mirror and what's crazy is they show it to us in all the movies and shows like netflix got up a collection of movies that's talking about like dystopian futures and shit like that. All of them talking about, you know, transfers of consciousness into different bodies and shit. If they showing us this shit now, that mean they've been practicing that shit years ago and they just putting it out here to make us not so afraid of it when they introduce this shit on the mask. Yeah. I think we just I think we just really wanted this. We probably two in this thing, but bro. I'm just saying I hate that you be going there, but Nah. Nah, I think us as a human collective, we, def- we definitely wanted this. Wait, what are you talking about? What's imagination? She said the dystopian shit, like it had to happen if they were already showing it to us on screen. That means somebody did that somewhere. I They've been doing be- it. Somebody can just imagine. Art imitates life and life Facts. imitates art. Facts. Very much so. <laughs> like They take ideas from what happens and go and start creating shit at the same time. So yep. I mean, it's very true. I, I'm, I'm, pro- I'm probably very ignorant, but I think I'm, from what you guys are saying, I'm gathering that we're probably already in something like that. Yep. It's just a rudimentary form of, uh, you know, virtual reality. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's, the sc- that's the scam <laughs> we're in right now <laughs> that we're accepting. That Like that player one shit, mm-hmm. like how more... More shows and stuff is presenting a world where this is a normalcy, where being in virtual reality is the new normal. Mm -hmm. And as that is getting promoted out here, the thing is, it already exists, not just in the movies. This not just no play play shit or some shit that somebody done imagine. Mm -hmm. It's real as evidence of the shit. And again, it they're putting it out here to kind of desensitize us so that we won't be so rah, rah, rah against it once they introduce it on the mass scale and make it available for a mass amount of people. Like, Do you think that this whole introduction of the metaverse is like, I can't really speak for all of us, I think we're all a happy bunch of people, but like, it's like in general for like human society, it speaks to how sad we are with our own reality that we kind of spoke this into existence or kind of worked it into existence to make it a reality so we can go ahead and escape like a, the newest drug on the market or something. I think I think it's what Toby was saying. Like, we're just a generation that is so overly involved and invested in social media that Metaverse was the natural next step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly. Evolution. Yeah. We, we, we could have we definitely been a different type of technologically advanced 
type of people but we really just are choosing to be going this route with with technology right. think about our history do you not think we always were looking for an escape and this is just the latest one like we had the crack epidemic but before crack we also had heroin we had many different drugs different time periods Opioids, where people were trying okay. to escape you know what i mean we had this war is going on when people came back from that and children never left here you know everybody had their would, own period of i would add the rise of hollywood to that as well as yeah. far as like an escape most definitely i know movies is my escape for sure for yeah. like, like literally going to the movies and just being away from everything and entering in this world for sure and i know that's a big draw for hollywood like you yeah. can just literally enter another world for a couple hours we i think we have two things <clears throat> one we do always want to escape and we want to escape, uh, I guess, being restricted from being our full self. But in the flip side of that same coin, we also want to be connected. So I think a metaverse, like TZ just said, was the natural next step because of those two things. We still want to be connected, but I want to go connect with all the motherfuckers who are like me, mm-hmm. like-minded. Yeah. And these motherfuckers might be across the whole motherfucking planet, but I can have them right here in this reality. Easy access. Of course that's going to pop because we want shit now. I don't want to wait. I don't want to have to fly all the way over here to go meet my tribe. Mm-hmm. I can't afford it because I can't fucking live because it's a scam. <laughs> I'm just saying. And I think that added um, addiction of it all is that you can be anyone you want to be. So I don't even have to be me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can be my neighbor. (laughs) I can be that supermodel. I can be whatever I decide to be. And everybody's going to know me as that because that's who I say I am. Yeah. It's scary though. Cause I feel like people are going to be plugged in, addicted to living in this alternate reality and just like, not taking care of themselves, yeah, constantly pass just... Away in the game. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, yeah. I've seen that in movies and shows, and I'm like, damn, what if the, I feel like it's possible. Like, with all the VR, people are literally just sitting and... Are we are, are we just being, like, ignorant old heads that aren't accepting of the new drugs and the new things that the kids are doing nowadays? I don't feel like it, because I feel like yeah. eventually I'm gotta probably going via VR set. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> not saying that I would have them right now, but, I mean, I would, because they're actually quite fun. I've tried yeah, they're before. cool, man. Um, but I feel like with time, progressively, like, yeah, if that was a thing, everybody in this room would probably have a VR set and probably use that shit. Probably going to work in there and all that yeah. shit. Yeah, who knows? I feel like we're just slower to latch on to it. It's not that we even, like, fully rejecting the shit, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But it's just that we we cautious. We're going to let this younger generation hop on into that, and then we're going to follow through. You know what I'm saying? Or even with other shit, we following behind this older generation. We see that some of the shit that they did don't work, so we not with that working 40, 50 years in the company. Fuck that. You're not treating me right as a person. I'm going to be out. I'm not going to put all this time into this company just because that's what I've been taught to do. You know what mm. I'm saying? We reject the things that don't serve us, and then we accept the things that do. Facts. And they've talked about how they've created these things to be addictive, and creators are apologizing. So we're hearing that shit and trying to move cautiously with all of this stuff. We can't just get sucked in because, I mean, this addictive nature of social media or the metaverse or this whole social world is causing issues in reality. People getting into accidents, different things mm-hmm. like that. So our physical bodies still 
It's still it's still housed here. So we're trying to figure out how we can utilize both, but still really profit here, because this is what really matters at this moment. I don't know if this ain't gonna mean shit. You know what I mean? In twenty years, and it's all about the real estate you have in the metaverse. But (laughs) until now, start building upwards, like on top of everything on the ground level. Think about efficiency. Like Like, I mean, like in America. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we still got so much land to build on, but yeah, they probably gonna go up first. Like, if this is yeah. the logical next step to where what our technology is leading to, then I think logically speaking, it ain't crazy to say, well, let's become vegetables. <laughs> like, what? Because, it, like, if you if if like if our technology is constantly evolving to improve our quality of life, and our quality of life is for sure, probably going to be better in, in a virtual reality world because we get whatever the fuck we want right now, right there. So then why not preserve that quality of life? I don't know. It's just... That's I, my life. Like, it's artificial. Right. No, but, but, that, but, but I'm saying, like, if we're talking about art imitates life and light imitates art, you know, you always see... Like The Matrix, you always see people just being, like, um, cocooned in, in some sort of egg they're, while they're connected to The Matrix... And not a single one of them are complaining. And then the moment they did is when the movie was created. I'm like, are you playing devil's advocate? I'm like, that's literally like the worst part. Right? No, where I, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm waiting for the quality part. Right? Right? quality of life. Where's the quality like the part? But, 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 but I'm saying, it's just like for the preservation of that human life, they're living probably much longer than we are because they're being taken care of by the machines. And they're living in the matrix where? Where they're happy. And, and yeah, so it's just like. Um, but Neo was in the Matrix. Right. He wasn't hard happy. I don't think they, they weren't necessarily happy. They don't know either. But yeah, that's the point. Like, they're yeah. like, they're not the norm. They're like the you know the exceptions to the rule. All the niggas who are hackers, that's why they leave the Matrix. But and most people, and, and it's doing now? I'm, I, I, what, <laughs> what I'm saying is like it's it's not a human like a, like like as humans, me as a human loving person. I want my freedom. I don't want that to be the case. Mm-hmm. But if if you like also consider like how kind of robots uh, consider what's efficient, it's like they, they probably get rid of humans type thing type deal. But you know, if if, if we're not got, gonna get be gotten rid of, we're gonna be farmed. Right. <laughs> and, I mean, and that's just a way of of preserving the life for the longest amount of time. That takes the the least amount of maintenance. Because then I don't got to put up with your attitudes and your humanness and your things that make you a human. I don't have to deal with that shit. I just got to feed you, make sure it's released, and, you know what I'm saying, keep your heart beating at the end of I'm the day. I'm going full Terminator on you, nigga. <laughs> 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 I don't to live like that. Sarah, I I'm speaking from the point of the machine. And then, and then, I'm saying, I'm speaking from the point of the machine. Because then if, if, if I do that and your consciousness is locked into this world, this metaverse, where you are then happy, you have all your needs met or whatever like that of course capitalism still is gonna have its its part in there because the rich gonna be living a whole lot better than the people who are poor you know what what i'm saying it's still gonna be winners and losers in there it's not utopia it's still gonna be winners yeah you're gonna find new insecurities in a digital world like you're all there's just human nature you're gonna find new insecurities yeah like this happened yeah like you're not about to be happy in there yeah 
Might be for a little bit till somebody will start. Maybe classism again. Yes, yeah, yeah. about to say all of the games. I just all think, the shit you want. I just think VR speaks to like the nature of our humanness. Where like because we ain't shit. We don't. We we have. We all have goals. We all have dreams, but not all of us really want to work towards it. <laughs> um, and so VR just makes it easier to do that. And like. You no, you you code. play you play like computer games and shit, yeah, right? Exactly. Like those games, you gotta grind. You have to work, and it's gamers and cheers and shit. But there's no the equality top. in there. As, as always, I, I get it. Yeah, but <laughs> but, it, but that's a, that that's a world that like you know it has rules. You can follow them. It's like like things like things like that. Are like it's understandable. Like for a person that I guess if you consider like a shut-in person, like they can understand those kinds of games better because there's laid out set of rules. Obviously there's cheaters, things like that. But you don't control the metaverse. You're still going into someone else's world. That uh, world that you're going is going to be controlled by whatever corporation. And then they're going to design rules. Like there's going to be rules and structures to that shit because there's always rules and structure to any society of humans. So even in the metaverse. Whatever power exists. Yes, it's going to be, what? <laughs> even if oh yeah, I think this shit about to be sweet. What? I got more no, people over obviously. Here. Yeah. No, you got to deal with a different like system in there. Everywhere. Obviously, it's just that's all it's for is our attention. All this stuff is for our I was attention. About to say, companies will start paying to advertise in the metaverse. Literally, like mm-hmm. that quote: "Wherever you are, there you are." Like that shit is so real. We're just gonna take our problems from the real yeah. world into the metaverse. Yeah, God, take them all. Soul data is worth something. And then if you sit yeah. in there with motherfucking shits on all day. <laughs> You not paying attention to who the fuck coming up in your shit. No, you're not. Your eyes not gonna work after a while. I ain't doing that shit. Now wait, yeah, check it. I'm, I'm just. I think I know you well enough to. Like everyone sounds like they're saying it negatively, but I feel like I know you well enough to think that all of this sounds so cool. Like. Because I know you want to live past 100, 200 if possible, mm-hmm. and this all would make things like that possible. Uh, no, I'm not <laughs> too keen on the metaverse. What? <laughs> I, I think it has its merits, but the whole time y'all were talking, I was sick, sitting here thinking about all the movies where they kind of talk about shit like this. And um, Ready Player One is where mm-hmm. he, he was doing shit like that and somebody tried to kill him. I was thinking of Wally, where you know all these people got fat and you know they didn't mm-hmm. seem like they were having a good quality of life. And then you said the Matrix, that was another good one. It's like ah, uh, yeah, maybe in like virtual reality, I feel like shit would be dope, but that's not real. Not check so, it all. I, I, I don't know if I could get sold. All of these movies are capturing the moment when all of that shit went down. People mm-hmm. obviously thought shit was nice for a reason, and it got that bad to for for a reason. Like Excellent. it was nice, like obviously. But, but just, that's the thing, though. Like, it's going to be those power nice dynamics. Like, even in this there, virtual right? world, we're nice. we not going to have um, a class system. We, we I mean, yeah. not that we're not going to okay. have a. We're definitely going to have a class system, and there's definitely going to be power dynamics in there. Mm-hmm. And, and it's going to be winners and losers. I think it's going to be just, like, what social media is now. You know what I mean? It's really engaging it's really exciting they got the algorithms to draw you in but it's a lot of shit in there that make you feel bad and that you're not gonna like and then you're gonna spend too much time in there and be depressed and, yeah. you know what i mean it's gonna be five ten years they're gonna come out with studies on why your muscles are atrophying because you spend 20 hours in the metaverse and not really moving and you know what i mean but people yeah. are gonna be like but i make money there and i have fun there and i connect right. with my friends around <laughs> the world there. so i mean it's like it's gonna have its benefits but you know, it's going to have its cons as well. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that 
anything can really be being like a cash millionaire in real life and having fun that way. Right. You know what I mean? I just don't think, think that's about the billionaires <clears throat> and you know going to be made off of that. The crazy like we talking about like you said power dynamics and whatnot. It's like all of the people who aren't a part of that and all of the people that are making money is going to be a quarrel between those mm-hmm. two people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we've seen it, the resistance and whatnot. Like it's think always. about all these people in the south. They're not getting on no fucking metaverse. They're not they're just not doing it. I don't so, know if that's true. I'm talking about a lot of the older people. I'm talking about a lot of those southern, yeah, Mm -hmm. in the house, good old boy. A lot of them are going to be against that kind of thing. So you're going to have that fight amongst the people. I don't know. I I just think it'll be like another generational thing. They'll probably, like, if if they don't, they won't do it now, but they will later, at least their their later generations will be, and they'll, they'll jump into that kind of stuff. With a different mindset than everyone else who's already in there. And yeah, times will always change. Always. I hear you saying it's going to be different, and it um, is going to be better in a lot of ways. But do you think overall, um, if people move toward just living primarily in the metaverse or just o- a lot overwhelmingly in the metaverse, do you think overall that would be like positive for society as a whole, like to move in that direction? Society as a whole... No, individually, I'm sorry, society as a whole, probably, individually, hell no. Because um, I, 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 I would feel like like it ain't really living actual, our own human life anymore. Like, I mean, that's, that's the getaway we're choosing at that point. We're choosing a different life at that point. But, I mean, <coughs> you choose your struggles. All right, I got this. I don't know if this is a hot take, but just stay with me here. I be thinking about how people live fake lives online, right? And I be like, is anything really fake? And the fact that you actually do, even if it's a fake persona, it's not your real Abby, it's, you're not talking about your real life, but you really do gain a following or you really do gain friendship or earn money or whatever just get stories off and you really you know have a good time there is that really much different than like a a person faking their life in high school and being popular so instead of being a fake persona it's just their online persona yeah like is it really any different because i feel like you know what i mean like it's really just a person which people have been doing since capitalism, I guess, or class systems, is trying to act like they're more or have more or be more than they really do or feel or are. And and now it's more digital instead of real. I think that's does that I, make sense? I guess that's yeah. kinda like asking like are actors and their roles are they fake or not? I mean if art imitates life, how fake is it? Right. If Ace believes that anything that's on screen has really happened, how fake is it? <laughs> I mean, I'm just, you know, we just, it's a podcast. We just throwing our ideas, right? 
<laughs> well, I mean, even to that point, actors always go to a place of something that actually happened to them. They do try to connect on a deeper level. So no matter what, like somewhere embedded in that character is the actual real person. Mm-hmm. That's the only way they can pull it off. That and characters that a good, study a good a play character. character. I mean, excuse me, an actor that studies a character and literally turns into that person, like even in their everyday life, still speaking in another accent just to become that person, it's coming from a real place of maybe like, I don't know, maybe William Stable. I don't know. But I feel like any actor or somebody, yeah, you have to be a little bit off to be able to do that. I I mean, that could just be a developed skill. Yeah, but, but that skill that is, skill is kind of like difficult. Possessing other energy, yeah, you have to be open to a certain extent, and that can be positive and negative if you allow yourself. Give to me a half a bottle of tequila. It's, it's I'll show you a different open, personality. Easy. That's what I'm saying though. <laughs> is when you open, you open yourself up to good and bad. It don't discriminate. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um. Not only that, what she was just saying, they they uh, embody. The different personalities and stuff, but they also do research on actual events and shit. They not making these movies up just out of thin air, out of osmosis. You know what I'm saying? Like it's research behind this shit. They have whole research teams to do this shit. Okay. I think that. So to answer your question, it's still fucking fake. <laughs> Everybody here making it real. <laughs> Because online, though, it depends on what type of fake we're talking about. So some people fake experiences to gain real influence. So the thing you're chasing and trying to gain is real, but the thing you're using to gain that real thing is still fabricated. So you might even fake your beliefs. You might say something that you don't believe. So that's not a real belief of yours, but it still will earn you real influence. So that's the part where it seems real because it's like, well, shit, people are reacting to this and responding to this and gravitating to this. Yeah, what you're saying has real gravity. But if they want to keep that influence, they have to keep that persona. So that becomes a, a real thing. Depends if your persona is built in continuous lies that never happen. If that's your persona, you're still faking. <laughs> but if at some point, you know what, I lied, fake it till you make it. Now I've made it. So those things I lied about doing, I am now able to do. So now I'm telling the truth. Now I've be- really become this. Right. That's a progression, though. That's a progression. A lot of people are so, still lying so, forever. So, like, at one point, you can be a faker, but fakers can potentially yeah, become make makers. Yeah. yeah. It's like you're lying so good that you believe the lie and everyone else around you now believes it. Yeah. And now you That's manifest that reality. Right. But, every, but, but, that every, but everyone who looks like they make it are probably faking it. They probably is. Think about all these rappers mm-hmm. and shit. They, they make these videos with their advances and have to take pay all that Market. shit back. Yeah. They get a million <laughs> fucking streams. <laughs> And not getting no money off of any of they, any of their music, any of the things that they created. Nigga, no play. What like somebody just said, the uh, rap shit is just marketing. What if your fake online persona is just marketing until you get the real bread and the guapola, which that's, is you know the real shit. I that's, mean, that's what it is. Shit. Right. I'm okay with it. I mean, that's the game. A, so then, is it fake? Is it are, fake? Are if you, you making plan, it? If you're doing are you it, saying, that's your plan, and you like, I executed this, and I like, I I worked these steps out. And I said, I'm going to be like, you know what I mean? I'm a catfish as whoever. Hey, Drake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think, are you, are you asking? I'm going to go out here and get money. And I'm going to meet Drake. And I'm going to get an OVO. If the uh, intent is, is good or bad. I'm asking what's fake. What's really real? I think that. Everything is real is what I'm saying. 
I think everything. that people are just trying to figure out how to attract what they want. Yes. And you have to a lot of time become the thing that is attractive to what you want. So if I appear as a millionaire, people with money will gravitate towards me, putting money in my pocket. You know what I mean? So I feel like people are just trying to figure out how to attract what it is they want instead of just playing this game of cat and mouse. Because there's this thing where if I'm chasing something, it has a natural tendency to run away from me. So I kind of have to find myself, I have to create, I have to become attractive to what I want so it can come my way. Life is like poker. You got to play the hand you dealt and bluff your way to to victory, man. Like (laughs) poker, bro. It does work like that, doesn't it? Okay. (laughs) Anybody got anything else? We can end this. Nah. All right, folks. Enjoy this uh, shot clock or series of shot clocks. What is a scam that has become so normalized that we don't even realize it's a scam anymore? Go. Bro, motherfucking taxes. How you taxing me on the money I make, on the shit that I buy, on the places that I go? You want me to give you this money, say it's for taxes, and then you say I'm going to see it back. After you do whatever you gotta do, flip it or whatever. We're just talking about that shit. And I don't see that shit back. I owe you some more. And then another thing, motherfucking gratuity. Then the tip, what? <laughs> I'm good, bro. One of them fees gotta go. So, boom. Another thing that's a motherfucking scam. Did y'all clap? Motherfucking funeral homes, bro. Funeral homes is a fucking scam because y'all be paying for the experience. You be paying to have a a service, but it's not really like a service. Like you're not helping me do anything. You're just putting my love in the box. Thank you for leaving a good memory for sure, but it shouldn't be no five thousand fucking dollars or more to put them in a box. I'm sorry. Boom. Another thing that I think is a motherfucking scam: rising rent motherfucking causes. I ain't getting no new extra amenities. I'm not, like, you ain't coming in here giving me no fresh paint. You got me paying a fucking renewal fee, but ain't nothing renewed about this unit, bro. Like, do better. That's my, the end of my soapbox. (laughs) All right. Cheers, motherfucker. That's so real. I be thinking about that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yowza. Hey, you know, if you're in the front and I'm behind you, we back. We back. Let's get it. <laughs> and just like Lil said, we are back. Zesty. Whoa. <laughs> like, where are you going? It was kind of zesty. That was, that was a very the cheesy leader. thing you did there. Right, I was about to say, man. You say I make everything gay. <laughs> I mean. It's lows. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes so, out zesty sometimes. Yeah, I guess. Niggas, niggas learn zesty and never look back. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're popular. Were you one of those popular kids in school? I always say I was only popular because I was black and I went to an all-white school. Mm. And people, I played sports all four years. Football, basketball. So People last to touch your hair? Is that no, a thing? Nobody ever did that okay. to me. But I, I probably did grow my hair out once in high school, but no, nah, nobody ever actually touched it as far as I can remember. Is that a thing, though? 
I'm sure it's like a, it's a hated thing. So I'm like, is it a thing? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, just not to me. Even with, since I grew my hair out now. Ah, this one time though, I was doing lift a couple years ago, and when this white bitch got out. She fucking grabbed my hair. I remember you told me that she shit. She like just she grabbed it and, 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 and left it and closed the door. She just <laughs> she knew you would say <laughs> no. White bitch. She knew you were gonna say no. <laughs> of course, she knew that. Just relax. Well, come on, boy. Like, come on. We gotta relax. Yeah, that, that's, that's wild. That's wild. What, that's what wild the rude. fuck? I would be so like confused. I want to say it was around like uh, was I? If I was doing lift during the panoramic, no, I don't think I was. I might have been, but I might have been, and it might have been during that time. No, yes, it I was. I remember feeling like it was just wildly inappropriate on exactly. so many levels that it she was. did that. It was. Because who is you and why is you touching my body, bitch? Mm-hmm. And why are you doing that as you exit the door? Give me a chance to put some And not saying that. You just close the door and let it <laughs> Check it. Look, I like when people touch my hair. Like, I really like it, but I would I would, like I, would too, ha- I, I would hate you. it. Yeah, I would hate it if someone just out of nowhere, like a random person just did that shit. Mm-hmm. And then fucking leave it. And then, bitch, I don't know you. And she's... Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so that girl obviously violated, but... Not to be a white sympathizer, but I do be kind of feeling like if I was a white person, I would definitely want to touch a black person's <laughs> Like if you've never touched and, it? Yeah, and as a black person, I know that there is no way that you can ask me that. That's cool. For the most part. You just shouldn't do it. Even if I'm cool about it, you just shouldn't do it. But so like, I kind of feel bad for him. Like, damn, I know you'd be wanting to touch this shit. I know <laughs> it looks cool. Bad. Like, damn, your shit don't do nothing like this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, kid. <clears throat> So, I'll be feeling bad for that. Again, bad though. Not to be a white sympathizer. So, ask the Kizma cast. Um, what are we talking about, Ace? Uh, so, uh, um, you were having a conversation with Toby. We was, and you know, just to kind of keep it short, is it a deal breaker if your partner isn't? as clean as you or not just isn't as clean as you they maybe do something like completely different than the way that you normally do it it'll make no type of sense to you it's just different you know what I mean could you how much is too much of a compromise on how you feel about certain things I think, that's very, I think that's a very individual thing. I mean, if you're asking me, it's like, is it any sort of way detrimental to what I'm doing? Am I feeling uncomfortable? <clears throat> yes, slightly. Am I doing the same? Yes, slightly. Mm-hmm. In a different way, too. I, yeah, I... I um, and I, I don't know. It's just like, am I like, am I bringing this up to her? It's <clears throat> it's definitely been multiple conversations about it. You know what I mean? Like it's something that y'all talked about, but again, at the same time. <clears throat> and I really like her, and like I'm not just like uh, in a flame. You love. Yeah. Then we then we end this shit. Like you're just annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we talked about this. <laughs> right. I feel it. I feel it. What about you, TZ? Nah, dog. 
I don't deal with shit that I don't want to deal with. <laughs> I mean, but if I, I'm always a person. If I love you or if I fuck with you, I'll deal with some shit. But I've dealt with shit in the past, and I really feel like it was a bad decision on my part. You know what I mean? So it's find somebody that you really fuck with. Nobody's perfect, obviously. I think we all understand that. So what if you fuck with them on every level except that one level? Then cool. Yeah, we're going to do this. But... It yeah, that's be why that's that I'm willing to fuck with. Like why, I'm not yeah. just about to do it's, it. It's just really just like case things. dependent, really. Yeah, like you gotta. It depends <clears throat> what it is, and it depends who you are. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because like, the rules ain't the same for everybody. It, it, like it's right. not, it, everybody it's like, brings different things to the table. So right. it kind of sounded like the conversation was specifically about being dirty or not, or dirtier than. Yes, let's person. put it, let's put it like that. Like you aren't as uh, clean around the house or whatever like that. If that's the conversation and they're dirtier or they're cleaner than me? They're cleaner than you. They're cleaner than me? That's a quality of life improvement. I'm, what, what am I complaining for? You're not the one complaining. They are. Right. They are? Okay. That's tough. That's tough. And And I'm just not changing? I don't see why I wouldn't. I mean... Slow progress is still progress. You progressing, but you're not progressing at the speed that they feel is comfortable. Can I jump in? Yeah. I think I'm a perfect example because <clears throat> I know from having roommates, I always leave cabinets open. I always like leave shit out on the table. I really be trying not to. I just do that shit. So for me, I think that would really bug this person because I might really make the effort, but I just can't, dog. Like. I'm going to try. I'm going to do a little bit better, but I'm never going to be good at it. And so this, if that's a deal breaker for you, it don't work, it don't work with me. Because I'm going to try and I'm right. going to give effort, but bruh, I'm just not going to remember, nigga. I'm just not. I I've been trying. Too, too. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's like, bruh. Like, actually, I saw something today. I think I tried to stuff it down in the trash can. It didn't stuff, right? And Or, like, this thing would have been hanging out. So I, like, it was just a tin can, like, that had some leftovers in. I just, like, put it on the counter. And I was like, I didn't take out the garbage. I didn't, like, do anything. I just left it there. And then I just saw it today. I think it had to be there in, like, two days. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just know that I do shit like that. Mm -hmm. And so if that's really, like, you just ain't comfortable just throwing that out for the kid, then all right, cool. Well, I'm in a reverse situation. So my girl is cleaner than me. I'm not messy, but she's definitely <clears throat> cleaner than me, like OCD clean. <laughs> and her OCD cleanness made me think about breaking up with her. I was yeah. like, I don't know if I can do this. Because her OCD cleanness becomes like the standard for the whole apartment. And I'm not going to live to that standard because I'm not messy. You're never going to smell anything. Never going to step in the puddle. You're never going to like <laughs> none of that type of shit. So I feel like I'm reasonable. You're excessive, but damn near perfect because you're OCD about it. Literally, like she looks at the countertop and she goes eye level with the countertop to see if there's any crumbs. And if there's a crumb, then me and my brother get like a lecture about it. Like that type of shit for real. Like you won't even see it with the naked eye. You really got to put on a different level of vision to see these crumbs. It's, and that's not an issue with y'all? It's not an issue in that. It's really on her, honestly, if she's going to. No, it's an issue for me. It's not about her. It's about me here. I have the issue. I feel like she got to come down. So she got to be like, am I going to be willing to accept he's less clean than I am? That I'm not perfect. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for me, even the compromise was, 
I got to have a room where I can just be me and I don't got to hear shit you have to say about goddamn nothing. <laughs> so I have a whole room where shit sprawled out across the bed. <laughs> sometimes room. I just leave the door open so she can see that shit. That room is <laughs> and then she look crazy. at it, she's like, please close that door. <laughs> it's, gonna it's driving me crazy. Nuts. Yeah, It's going to drive her nuts. Drive her yeah. crazy. I she's love gonna, that, She's going to clean it secretly when you're not around. She tries to. I'm like, don't move my shit. It's right where I wanted it. I left it there for a reason. She probably. I didn't left. leave it there for no reason. She probably like vacuums right. <laughs> Around, lifts it up real quick, vacuums right under it, puts it back. I know it's when she moves shit. Don't go in there. That room, I tell her that room don't exist to her. That's my room. It don't exist. You live in a two-bedroom apartment. Then why are you opening the door? <laughs> so, Green, I feel like that's just a, um, like an attestment to the fact that it doesn't have to be a deal breaker yeah. because you can compromise. But for some people, they can't do that. No, she's still struggling. We're still working. Yeah, that. like but. it's if you love the person, you really fuck with the person, you mm-hmm. can... You can work with the person. Like, you're not going to totally just exit out and just be like, no, I can't deal with this. Because especially if there's love there, you know, I'll work it out. And are you using OCD, like, literally? Uh, she threw that term out. I don't throw it out. Uh, okay, okay. Cause, cause, claim it, so. <laughs> like, I'm going to throw it out there now. Because I was just about to say, it's just like, I think that it'll work both ways. It's like, you're be more okay with being with having a cleaner area around you. Like, yes, it's annoying to you right now, but I think eventually... She'll give in eventually. Like I, I nah, no, no. It, it applies to lights as well. So my brother, her and my brother have beef right now because he'd go in the bathroom, use the bathroom, and then walk to his bedroom. And within like thirty seconds, she goes in there, turns off the light, and like, why are you leaving the lights on? You didn't pay the light bill. He was like, I was going right back in there. So now she OCD about the lights. So then he got in trouble, and then he came into the living room. He saw all the lights on in the apartment. He was like, What the fuck? Like, why y'all got all these lights on and shit? He's like, Why she don't say nothing to you? I'm like, What? Well, I pay for lights, <laughs> and she can't say shit to me. Trust me, she wants to, but that's her compromise. I pay for lights, so don't say shit to me. <laughs> but she still does. She still does. Mm-hmm. If I leave the light on, like in my room that doesn't exist to her, she goes in there and turns off the light. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So we'd be for everything: lights, cleanliness, cleanliness. All that, that shit started turning off your lights. Don't turn off. Bro, he is the worst with lights. I leave my lights on for a purpose. He'll be going for days with lights on. That's a lot. That's a lot. Even I used to go back there and be like, yo, this motherfucker been gone. I got to turn these lights off. In our last apartment... The the room I gave him had like one, a, a nice light in the, in the closet. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna leave this on all the time. I'm never turning this off. He does. I believe it. I seen it. I used to leave the bathroom and the closet light on, and then close the doors to both. That was my shit. Why? <laughs> What's the purpose? The, the purpose is, is meaningful. For, so if I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm groggy, I'm fucking probably walking with my eyes closed, I need to be able to open the door and not look for the light. The light to the bathroom is on the fucking outside. So I'm like, not, you get to the, the toilet, you got to pee, and you're like, oh, where the light? Now you got to step out. It's too much. And then the light in the closet was like a little pool thing. You know what I mean? It's middle of the night. I'm doing shit. I'm trying to get in there. I don't need to be looking for that. Just open the door. Boom. Now the shit where I'm leaving my whole bedroom light on and I don't know I'm coming back, you know, my bad. My bad. <laughs> I, I don't put it in the past. But I'm a wasteful nigga, bro. Like I I throw money out the window, fam. I do I pay for convenience, dog. I swear, and I don't mind. I don't mind. I think it's why I ain't got no gray hairs now. <laughs> bro, I got them shits growing on the sides. Gotta live a more stress free life, dog. I love my grays. <laughs> so uh actually did you ever answer the question green which was was which was what once again 
Um, How much is too much? Mm-hmm, basically. Oh, can you deal with the one thing? When do you, uh, if you don't mind us, me asking, because uh, you said sure. you thought about um, breaking up with her, what made you decide to uh, stick with it? Was it like, I can deal with it? So right now we're in that, let's see if we can compromise phase of it. So okay. this is what our compromise looks like. But I think a lot of times people get to a compromise and it seems like progress, but then you realize mm, this compromise isn't enough. So I think right now we're in the evaluating if this compromise is enough phase. And I think more so for her. I've gotten to where I've, I'm, I'm comfortable. Like, I have my own space. I will always have my own space. And we've had the conversation of, in the common areas, my compromise isn't doing things 100% your way. My compromise is me doing better than I've ever done. So me making sure that the kitchen and everything is clean, even 75% of the time, that's a compromise. Because you want 100 I'm I'm I can work with a range. It could be zero to seventy five. <laughs> For you, I'm gonna always hit seventy five minimum. Mm-hmm. It might be a hundred. It, it's I, we break this down all the time. Like yo, last seven days, did you have any complaints? No. So don't complain on Sunday. I don't. I'm, I'm good. I've been shooting a hundred percent. Like it can't say, be your way every don't day. Don't complain about something from months ago either. Like, yeah, like bringing up oh shit. Like if I'm shooting one out of seven days bad, like why are we even complaining? You just let me have that day. Right. So that's the part where we're figuring out, like, yo, can you even let me have that day? Can I not be perfect? If I have to be perfect, this is not going to work. So one thing, <clears throat> excuse me, one thing that me and Toby was talking about, too, is that um, <clears throat> a lot of times we often don't see this part of relationships modeled for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't see them, our parents actually going through trials and shit with their significant others. Um, and that's if you, like, if your mom, and it's your mom and your dad, or your mom and their significant other, whatever, like that. Can you remember the point? I don't know if you were getting to a further point. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to fuck you up, but can you remember this point? I just really want to ask this question. Can everybody in the room say the amount of relationships that you've seen that you truly felt was happy and healthy? Every single one. How many you got? I got a big fat zero. I was about to say zero. Happy and healthy? Happy and healthy. Happy and healthy? Obviously not. They, everybody has problems, but you feel like they are happy and healthy. They deal with their shit. They probably went through real shit in the term that they've been together, but they are happy and My healthy. My thing is, are we putting a time limit on it? You tell me, dog. I ain't, because I ain't putting no stipulations on your My answer. best friend was with her partner for almost 10 years. And then they abruptly broke the fuck up. Now, granted, I don't know the ins and outs of their relationship, but I learned a whole lot of shit throughout their relationship. And I'm sure that it served both of them well for that amount of time. I'm sure they had a lot of growing to do and that they grew together. And then once it came time to separate and go their separate ways, you know, that's just what it had to be. I think you should count that if you honestly felt like you were close enough to say that you honestly felt your best friend was happy and in a yeah. healthy relationship. That that's one. Yeah. Even if it didn't last forever, which is right. understandable because right, our right, relationships right. don't. I still got zero. I think I'm at four. I know four. Woo! I would say that is the highest I've by far ever. Yeah, I think heard. now I'm at four. I like if you'd ask me this Whoa. five, ten years ago, it would have been zero. I think now I'm at four. Okay. Tell me more. Are I'm so interested. Relationships like are they still? Yeah, I'm trying to think. The four, and they're all married. They're all married. I think they found that that balance of, when you said going through ups and downs, I think in these four relationships, they understand the concept of, like, this person isn't going to be perfect, but we've compromised and found a balance to where now we are 
perfect for each other. Like they really accept where their partner is and who their partner is, even if they still complain or an, and annoyed by it, they accept mm-hmm. them for who they are and they still move as one. That's keys. You gave you gave yeah. me that. I got one. I got dead ass one. All right, so okay. I'm up to four. That's a good one. Lots That's of, a good some of them are newer ones, but they're like four. Yeah, 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 definitely. Now I would say I haven't seen anybody close to me argue healthily in a relationship and okay. recover. Argue healthily and mm-hmm. recover. Which is that? Is that what you meant to say? Yeah, like, like. Fight fair. Uh, Fight fair. Like, no matter what we arguing about, I ain't finna call you out your name type shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not finna disrespect you as a person. I just want to attack this issue because at the end of the day, it's not about if me and you are against each other. We a team. You know what I'm saying? It's about this issue that we have to deal with. Mm -hmm. But I haven't seen that model. I haven't seen that on TV either. Like in most of the relationships and the fairy tales and the romance type movies that you see, they don't show the like arguing and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now you got me wondering if I've ever seen a healthy argument on TV. And that's why I named the four. In the four, I've seen them all argue and be mad at each other. But like A said, it's never below the belt shit. It's never shit that you can't come back from. It's hey, I'm really telling you how I feel in a raw way. And even in the moment when you receive that energy, you're irritated, but their partner usually receives it and they usually recover. Even if things don't change, they recover and get back to a good place fast. Like, it's not a toxic thing. I've seen like four. Four. This thing is Yeah, four is a a good hefty number. How many y'all got? I have zero. That's phenomenal, nigga. I'm... I'm happy for you. You're bro. saying. I mean, why are you happy for me? I'm you not got, in it. That's great modeling. Like you get to see happy and healthy relationships. You're saying that even if it gets back to the same issue again, it's not toxic. No, because so when we go back to modeling relationships, having a conversation once in a relationship usually doesn't solve the problem. If it's a real problem. If it's a real problem, <laughs> it doesn't solve the problem. Yeah. Sometimes that first argument is creating awareness then the <laughs> argument the second time is like hey i'm still aware of this and then the third argument is like well are we going to do something about this and then the fourth one is like well what are you going to do and then the fifth one is like well you said you're going to do this and you didn't do it so arguments and relationships on a lot of issues are a progression but i've never seen them whatever their concern was in these four relationships i've never seen their concern go unheard and being, when you watch a relationship model where like, oh shit, even though I thought that was annoying and he thought that was annoying, he still heard it and he's still going to respond. Even if it's going to be slowly and at his own pace and in his own way, he still plans on in his relationship for the sake of his relationship responding to the concern. So that's where when you say healthy, I'm like, nah, I've seen a couple of four relationships like that where the, either partner, male or female, even if it takes a while. They respond. Hey, can we get a shout out to them? Can somebody hit the applause? I didn't want to hit the wrong one. <laughs> shout out to them, bro. Whoever they are. Yeah, I'm going uh, to tell you where this part is in the pod so they can listen. Because they deserve it, man. Whoever they are. How many you got, Los? I like two. Maybe three. Two? Maybe three? Yeah. Damn, one and two. Man. Most people say one or two. Most people say zero. But a couple of people say one or two. I like can't say I've seen, seen that many. For real, not intimately enough, but I definitely try to 
learn from the relationship that I be in to make it so that if if I'm the subject of this conversation right here, I'm on the, you know, the side where I'm more accepting and I understand that, you know, we're two different people. Like, I want to know you and love you for who you are today and who you're going to be tomorrow because that person is going to change. Who you going to be six months from now because that person is going to be a different person. Who you going to be a year from now? And <clears throat> I say that with, with the sentiment that I want the same in return because I'm going to be constantly changing. I'm constantly involved. I'm not always going to be the same person that I am today. I agree. And I think one thing that I've learned, like if I had advice to give people in their 20s about relationships, the thing that I've learned is the most important aspect of relationships is like being a real friend to your partner and like wanting to be their real friend. Mm. Like you have to like actually respect them as a friend because you just won't do unless you're a grimy nigga. But if you're a good person, you just won't do certain shit to a friend and you actually respect this person and like this person. Right. That's like the most important component. If you don't got that, like if you don't actually like enjoy this person, you know what I'm saying? That's where all those other issues come in. And you just like doing it for, I don't know, a, a cook or a person that'll clean for you or fuck you or mm-hmm. companionship. You know what I mean? Like you got to actually just like this person and not want a person. Right. Okay. Uh, I know this is kind of short, but we actually about to run a little low on battery. Did anybody else have anything? I love you guys. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back. What is a scam that has become so normalized that we don't even realize it's a scam anymore? First thing that came to my mind is credit as like a thing that has to be established. Like, I don't feel like you should have to need credit. If you have the cash for it, if you worked hard, Drop that shit, dude. All right, you good citizens, check this out. As good citizens, it's illegal to not have insurance. If you have, if you're in an accident and you're at fault, uh, that you're you're paying your deductible. So, what's the point of paying all the time if you're gonna pay the deductible anyways? And then on top of that, if you if if it's your fault, your premiums go up. And then even if it's not your fault, I think it's uh legitimately impossible that like you could be rear-ended and it's impossible to say that you're not any 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 at fault like you're still like 10 percent at fault in the insurance world i would say immigration filing fees and all the taxes that go along with that in order for me to like go to school get my license things like that i have to file for specific like residencies it costs about five to six hundred dollars just to start filing and then you have to pay a biometrics fee that could be either two or three hundred dollars these things have to be renewed every two to three years so you continuously have to pay this in order to be straight even getting your green card stuff like that the filing and the fees for that is crazy and especially for me to be living in this country and for me to only know america is home and then to just have your life literally you know you have to pay to live here um and i just feel like it's crazy it's out of hand Right. And I know that I'm taking all of these lessons in and trying to use them and apply them for this relationship that I'm currently in. I know this, but this person don't know all the work and how I got to these lessons and, 
you know, why I carry myself this type of way. This person don't know, like, so one one thing that um me and Forever have, right, she's very independent. You know, she was, like, her parents, like, only child for a good little minute. You know what I mean? And, um... <clears throat> I be opening the doors for her, but she be running to get the doors like before me. You know what I'm saying? And I'll be like, bruh, you know, <laughs> but that's something that we had to like kind of grow and learn about each other. Like she had to learn how gentlewomanly I am and she had to be able to accept that part of me. And now, you know, she know the weight by the door. <laughs> you know what I mean? Word that different, nigga. Damn. That sounded very pimpish. <laughs> but uh is that if she would not have been able to adjust, would that have been like a deal breaker for you? Um because I feel like that could be to your question, like a small thing that is actually like, all right, can I really deal with this type thing? I think for me, no. Mm. For me, no, that wouldn't have been a deal breaker. Um, <clears throat> I always, I I feel like I always understand that who you are today is not your total person. You know what I'm saying? So I can I can pretty much accept anything as long as you're not hitting on me, abusing me, making me feel like emotionally uh, challenged or inferior, yeah. Like, I'm good. I can deal with all the other shit because that's temporary shit. That's behavior adjustments that we, you know, will grow and get together once we get on the groove of our own. Hmm. I hear you. <sighs> we back. So this, I thought this was going to be an episode about, like, scamming and shit, but somehow it's got on the relationships heavy. <laughs> relationships can be a scam. <laughs> <laughs> that ass is for Jesus. Speaking of, that's what I was going to say the first time we went to break. This nigga scammed the fuck out of me, and we was just friends. This is somebody who I thought I knew like 10 years or whatever like that, 10 plus years. And he was like, man, my mama on her deathbed and, you know, I'm behind on my rent at this place and they going to kick me out and blah, 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 all this sob story. And I didn't even give a fuck because, you know, we was good friends. Oh, and he he used to always be like, oh, yeah, this is my best friend, Ace, and this is my da-da-da-da-da, right? Now, I never called him my best friend because we know what it is. But um, I let this nigga live with me, and I feel blindsided because... I'm such a terrible friend because I know exactly who and what you're talking about. And what that nigga did was crazy, bruh. Did he shit in the oven? No, he pissed in the oven. Pissed in the oven, okay. okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to laugh. Oh I'm such a bad quickly, friend. Because right? I, I always Not, laugh at shit, yeah. bruh. 
Bruh. Bruh. So this, even that is horrible. <laughs> and turn it on. No, I didn't find oh, it until I turned bad. it on. You, you wild. You got to keep them on. So, yeah, like he scammed you though. Who I feel that? like it was a scam because you used our fucking friendship to live off of me rent free. Mm. You stole shit from me, and then you dipped out. Acting like you left in good terms, but then I come to find shit like AC line cut, piss in the oven, yeah. you stole my computer. What? But you my friend of 10 years, though. And you don't see why, like my apartment at this time, I was standing in a one-bedroom apartment. I just wanted us to move in a two-bedroom so you could get the fuck off my sofa, right? That was a one fucking bedroom. It was only $600 a month. And you a whole grown ass man with two fucking working legs. There's <laughs> no reason why I should be set the fuck back in my shit. Yeah, because you in my space at that point. That's too much. And all I wanted was for you to start working so that we can both be on the lease together. Is that your uh, worst scam, your life story? Yeah. Yeah. How long was it? He was at my house for probably like three months. Mm. And he knew to stay just long enough so that I couldn't like force him out. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't carrying at the time, so he wasn't scared. Oh you know what God. I mean? Thankfully, I wasn't because I would be under the jail right now. He definitely would have stole your gun. Oh, no. He he would have got caught one first. <laughs> So Teezy, is that a real friend or a fake friend? That guy? <laughs> is he real or fake? Is he real or fake? <laughs> I don't know the situation. Fake as fuck. You just said you knew that nigga. I, I did. And from the outside looking in, he seemed fake as fuck. But I don't know that nigga's situation. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? He had some shit going on where his mom needed a new kidney. He found one on the black market. He needed some fast cash. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so I have a question for you. I don't know. Maybe he likes long Did y'all, like, when the person left, so it wasn't on bad terms, you just all of a sudden saw this crazy stuff? Like, no, was so, there a hostility? How was so, it? So, <laughs> the first night when I told him that he got to go, I had our good friend try to do an intervention between us so we can kind of talk it out. Like, bro... I'm giving you chance after chance. Like, you got to come up with something, right? You went for an intervention? This was after he did all of that? No. Okay. This was before. And then the next day, I'm at work. I come home early, and I can't get in my own apartment because, like, the top door locked or whatever, and come to find out he fucking this nigga in my shit. What? Right. Ah. Where you fucking him at? Because this is a one-bedroom apartment. I know you're not fucking him on my sofa. What the fuck? Right. Right. So I'm going off about this, going off about this, and it was this little fake-ass security guard over here. And, you know, I'm like, yo, tell him, tell yep. him to come get the fuck up out of here. And he was like, yeah, you know, tell the police that this and that, you know, and we're going to get him out here. I'm cool with such and such. And they couldn't really get him out. But eventually, he called his friends, telling them whatever story about me, and somebody else came and got him. And I'm like, well, why you couldn't do that on the day that all of this escalated to that point? Right. And he chose to leave. Like, I was so stressed out that I just needed to get out the house. I went out with a homegirl. 
by the time I came back, he sent me this text. Hey, I just want to thank you for allowing me to stay here. I'm sorry that it didn't work out. Um, we was friends, and I, you know, hope we one day be friends again, and blah 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 blah, all this shit. Get home. I'm like, okay, it's kind of clean in here, you know, whatever, whatever, like that. A couple of days later, I'm trying to cook something in the oven. I'm like, why the fuck this shit smell pissy? Oh my god! <laughs> and it's piss like you, you know, human fucking wow. piss. Yeah, you know what I mean. And it's hot in my apartment. Like, I'm like, yo, they got to come fix this AC, get maintenance out here. He like, yo, someone cut your AC line. Oh, my gosh. This same nigga bust my tiger. Bust my tiger. And the neighbors, like, see him like, oh, he he ain't doing nothing crazy. I seen the knife in the living room. It took everything in me not to stab this man with this knife. Oh, my God. Because I had to replace that tire. And I kept the shit for proof just in case I was him, but he got the fuck on, and I ain't never heard from him again. Dang. And he's so fucking lucky. Yeah, he was definitely using you. Like, that was not a real friendship at all. He really wanted to trap you in a pissy house. See, he pissed in the oven. He cut the AC so that it would get hot in the house. Yeah. And you would smell it. And then he blew the tires out so you couldn't get away. That's, what That's fucked up, man. The grand scheme. That shit crazy. <clears throat> yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. That's crazy. Wild. But that's always why I tell y'all, man, Ace got the biggest heart because she be putting up with shit. And I be like, because y'all was arguing before that too, man. Y'all was, I'm like, no. So like the whole thing. Dealing with this. Like, yeah, like ain't even after, like, after it been like a month or something, like it start like at first, you know, you cleaning and shit, you trying to help keep the house clean, you putting food in the house. But then that first month passed, you ain't doing shit. Yeah. You ain't trying to do nothing. And we, we now struggling because I got this grown ass man in here that I'm, I'm helping to take care of. You ain't my child. You ain't no nigga to me. Like you're nothing but a friend. Supposedly. But see, I don't let my friends stay with me. I tell them to sleep in their cars. Mm-hmm. Fuck that shit. That's a mobile home right there. Mm. Mobile home. Mobile home. Yeah, nothing is free though. That's yeah, just too much. Right. I learned that as well. You know what's crazy? I feel like ever since that happened, that's been like the set just bullshit out the bullshit with this with this apartment. Ever since I let that nigga stay with me, bullshit out the bullshit. Here. When you told that story, I actually had a moment like, oh shit, that was the same apartment complex, just a different apartment. But, jeez, mm-hmm. man, life, dog. Life. And you might have me beat for the biggest scam. My shit, which I'm still embarrassed by, but I'll, I'll share it. I'll share it in a vulnerable moment. I was at Georgia State, so this was somewhere between 2010 and 2013. I don't know how old I was, but um, (laughs) I was walking wherever I was walking, and this dude was just sitting outside this Chick-fil-A, which is right across from an ATM. And so he's walking. He (laughs) couldn't have been more than 19, and he looks at me, and he's like, yo, I got this check for whatever, let's say 1000 500 whatever the fuck it was. He said, um, if you uh, deposit it in your account and give me 200 you can keep the rest of it. Knew it was bullshit that 
instant. But I'm like, man, I, I need some money right now, bro. I'm going for it. I did that shit. I gave him that bread. Like, not even a day passed, and I got a call. I was putting the gas in my car. I remember where I was. And uh, the bank called me like, yo, you um did something with a fraudulent check. You owe this, this, and that. They closed the whole account. Yada, yada, yada. And I remember I knew I, I knew it was stupid before that even happened. I went and opened a new bank account at uh, Wells Fargo. That's how I ended up at Wells Fargo because he fucked up my Bank of America. <laughs> I was like, damn, this I is the dumbest shit I ever did. Like you should have known. Oh, I was so stupid. And I looked at him like he just sitting across. And I remember he was like a 17-year-old pimply-faced, missing teeth, brace face, ugly motherfucker. How much was the check for? I don't remember. Oh. I ain't get but a gas fill up out of it. <laughs> this damn. one nigga, um... He, fucking idiot. He was an author. He had books in his car and everything, right? Got me like that. Um, we was trying to, I guess, should we be saying this on the pot? I mean, I don't give a fuck. I'm, I did my dumb shit. It's whatever now. <laughs> well, Not he like was telling ago. me to, like, cash it at, like, Kroger's and, you know, Publix and try, try different shits like that. The shit didn't go through. So... I ended up going to the fucking bank. The shit went through, and mm -hmm. they was like, uh, you can only get such and such amount out of it. And so I gave him, like, I'd say 80% of it or whatever like that. He was supposed to be, um, I, don't, I don't remember what the split was supposed to be, but I gave him, like, 80%, which was supposed to be, like, his whole cut or some shit like that. And I got me a little bit out, same thing as you. And then they turned around and fucking closed my shit. But my they closed my shit probably like a month or two later. Like, yeah, damn. My shit was definitely, if not that same day, the next day. I want to yeah, say within twenty four hours. Yeah, man. I was like, bro, this is so stupid. Why did I do that shit? That was the dumbest thing. Like by far the dumbest thing I've ever knowingly did in my life. Mm. By far the dumbest <laughs> thing, bro. Like, why? 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 All right. My shit is uh, one day I, I actually applied to go to school. And it went. <laughs> nah, <I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> nah, um, I was actually on my way to school. Um, this was, like, on my way to, like, no, I don't remember, some dental assisting program probably um and i was waiting at the bus stop and it's not like i haven't seen this before but like you know those guys who do the little card shuffle thing yeah i was up 40 dollars. let me tell you i started from nothing <laughs> <laughs> i was up 40 dollars, and i was just like not working just going to school i was like fuck it i could use some money got me in wrote me in he's like yeah look you can play the first one for free if you win you you can win the money i'm like all right bet won the first one doubled up next game doubled up next game doubled up hit you with the classic three card shuffle hustle yeah wow and and um i'm like yeah he let you go three times with a win and, yeah and, and so i was just like he, he's like look you can double it one more time and i'm like yeah i ain't got that money if, if i don't got it he's <laughs> like i see you got that ring on your hand 
And it, it was like a ring that was give, given given <laughs> given 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 to me from like my grandparents when I was like a kid. Oh no, um, and so please tell me this happened in New York. Nah, <sighs> this is made like, this story perfect. This is in Marietta, like the the bus stop. <laughs> uh, man, Trust the man. suburbs. No, it was not the suburbs. Marietta ain't the hood though. You ain't been there. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, the last round did he like? speed it up or he like really i have i did not i can't i, the, day, I, I still i still think about it and, and like it just wasn't there when i was like i saw it every time he didn't do anything different this time i didn't see it this time and then he's like and my ring was already off my finger it was like already put on something to bet on and he's just like as soon as he won he didn't even give me no chance to win it back he just like grabbed it and dipped <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> off your finger? No, it was like it was already off my finger wow. at the time. That's that's crazy. Damn. That is crazy. That's like a story from the 1920s. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like an Your idiot. Grandfather's ring, you said though? No, it was oh. it was gifted from my grandparents. Oh, okay. like it wasn't theirs or anything. They bought it from me and things like that. Hot damn. Mm. <laughs> Well, my scam was on good old Craigslist. And I'm so embarrassed to say this because I've never told anyone this story. Oh, my gosh. Um, mm -hmm. So I was working as a bottle girl in, like, 2016, 17. And the club that I was working at was about to close down. And my sister told me there's, like, ads on Craigslist for, like, different things. You could be, like, a dancer, bottle girl, different stuff. And bottle girl, I was making a lot of money. Like, I was making bank. And those girls are making way more money now because bottles are way more expensive. Um, but anyways... There was an ad, and it said all I had to do was put down $150, and it was selling, like, an outfit and all this different stuff, like outfit shoes and, um, like, three, actually three outfits. So I sent them my sizes, and they told me to send the money on MoneyGram. And I should have known because MoneyGram, like, you can't get your money back. Like, if I went to Walmart, like, I could get my money back. But, no, I went to MoneyGram, and I gave them $150. And then I, you know, I waited. I waited, I gave them my address and everything, waited for them to send me my stuff, and nothing ever came in the mail. And then I went to an address that I was supposed to be um, like meeting someone for, for an interview, and it was like an empty warehouse. Oh, so but they ain't trying to sex traffic. I know, life. and I was that's the thing. That's what I thought about. I'm like, what the fuck was you thinking about? Bottle Girl, Craigslist, they could have snatched me up. Damn. Yeah. I've never told anyone that story. It's hard being that a woman. That could have went a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. That could have went a yeah, lot of ways. Yeah, it could have been really bad. Yeah. Are you willing to share, Grizo? Bro, I didn't get scammed. <laughs> Bro, you know oh what I was saying. Exactly. I don't like people, and I got nah, expectations when it comes to people. Fuck that shit. The closest story was like, and I didn't even get scammed. Target got scammed. I was working as a cashier. A nigga hit me with that little hustle where like, you give him they change back, and he start to talking, and then he look at his change like, oh shit, you ain't, oh you only gave me five. Like say I was supposed to give him twenty five. He be like, oh, you only gave me five. And the first time I was sure I gave the motherfucker the twenty five, but I gave him the twenty anyway. I see this nigga again. I remember his face. So I specifically look at the money when I take out the register to count <laughs> each bill. Like nah, here go his exact change, mm -hmm. and I gave him his money back. And then I turned away from him. And then thirty seconds, not even thirty seconds, maybe like ten seconds later, he said. Oh man, yo, you shorted me, man. You said the change was what again? 25? Yeah, no, you only gave me five. I said, nah, nah, nah. nah, nah. <laughs> Not again. Not again. Nope. You ain't about to flick the light, target, you flick the light. Yo, yo, yo. They came over there though, but nobody could prove the shit. So I had to give him the 20 again. <laughs> I feel like he got me, I feel like he got me twice. I had to give him the 20 again, but I'm like, 
I'm fucking sure this time I didn't fuck up. I didn't fuck up the first time. That was like my only scam story, but I remember his fucking face. I'm like, nah, this nigga on some Yo, I got another scam story. Man, you got the run back. Yeah, that's terrible. That's what I said too. Now, I caught him, so I felt like, yeah, I won. I got this motherfucker. Da, 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 da. Still had to give it to him. Damn. But that's target money. That ain't my money, right. so. Right. <laughs> One time, I was uh, working on the ice cream truck, and um, this nigga came up, was like, yo, can I get changed? Gave me a $50 bill. I'm like, yeah, for sure, man. No worries. He's like, I appreciate it. It's hot out here. I'm trying to get some shit, whatever, whatever, like that. They ain't got no change. I'm like, all right, for sure. I take that shit back. I don't look at it or nothing for real, for real. I take that shit back. The the shit smaller than all the other dollar bills. I was about to say, who even got 50s nowadays, bro? He got my ass. I damn sure kept like that. Gave them folks that ice cream money and told them, like, hey, that's what they gave me. Like, <laughs> nah, I see 50s all the time, but you got to look at it. Like, for real, for real. Even if you hold it up, feel it, like, the thickness couldn't have been. That. I, I ain't look at it. And I was just like, yeah, bro, yeah, I got you, bro. And I got these things in the truck too, you know what I'm saying? I got this, I got a little bit of that, you All know, right, what you that, need. That we don't need to say on the pod. I'm just saying. <laughs> I ain't say what this and that was. That's like ice cream, right? You know? Mr. Ice Cream Man. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to ask a question, but now I forgot. Uh, y'all want to talk about any of these honorable mentions? Only one I really care about is the elephants. <laughs> Cause I save the elephants. Nah, the elephants got their own shit. They don't need to be saved. We need to fucking save ourselves from the elephants. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys heard this story, nah, she but she definitely did something. I I heard the alleged story, but I'm gonna give y'all the facts first. So there was a lady that was uh, killed by an elephant, and sometime later the family had a funeral for said lady that was killed by an elephant, and the same exact elephant that killed this lady. Ran through the fucking funeral and trampled this lady in front of the family. And first of all, okay, now that's those are the facts. Now here's what I heard, and this is what I think it really happened. No, that's true. I think it's really true, bro. They saying that the lady such true helped poachers kill the elephant's kid, and the elephant remembered that bitch. And as soon as she saw her, she ran up on her and killed her. And then she's like recognized some shit from the funeral and like smelled her or something or the family came back and got her again. She tried Get to it start back again. in blood, son. And I believe she that. She tried to start a gang war. It failed and they had to prove a point so that way it don't happen again. Yeah, if it's a gang war, the gang fucking war is over, I think. Yeah, exactly. Because they, they, they show like, you know, this ain't, this ain't, sh- this shit ain't sweet. We're going to kill you and we're going to kill your body in front of your family. I believe it because elephants don't like forget anything. Like there's a whole mm-hmm. phrase like memory like an elephant. Yeah. They remember things, so that's p- very plausible. And they're very emotional. They get sad and they get mm-hmm. mad as fuck. And nah, their connections with shit. their family are yeah. really deep. Like I heard that uh, elephants have funerals as well. Yeah, they probably I heard that do. too. They I mourn and everything. That. You know, they really do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, I don't think elephant graveyard is a thing, but the phrase is like like they. Typically go to places where other elephants have died. Mm-hmm. That's well, what I heard. To die. Huh? Actually, mm-hmm. did I see that somewhere recently? I used to watch Hella Discovery Channel. 
So elephants like go somewhere to die, like they know when it's their time. Mm-hmm. Or when they're like at the end. Damn. Cats do that shit Have too. Really? Yeah. Cats be acting weird when they die, when they're about to die. I thought the whole thing with animals though is like, maybe not all, but most of them, especially cats, don't know, like don't have a sense of their mortality. Fuck told you that lie. Or they, yeah. Like animals know, smart as shit. Like dude. they know they like can like get that. killed, but like they know when it's it's time to go. So I'ma just like like if they're dying from like age them. or like disease, they know. Well, yeah, like yeah, a cat doesn't think about whether I'm gonna get like, hit by a car today. All right, I feel like dogs do that too. Like mm-hmm. I've seen them. Um, like a dog would be so depressed or whatever that they don't want to hurt their owner, their human, that they go away, run away. Cause they know that they about to die. I seen mm-hmm. that shit in movies and shit. Marley mm-hmm. and me. Mhm. I can believe it. Yeah. That's all I got, man. What else y'all care about? I wrote a lot of shit on this board, but I really hate every fucking thing. Beyonce dropping, and it's not on. I put this. I said the 29th, but it's actually the sixth of July. Of July. No way, Jose. Uh, uh, yeah, I went on her store. I mean, on her page, and it's in her bio. No, I could have swore it was the 29th as well. All right, well, shout out to that. Drake dropped this week. Warriors won the ship. Gang, gang. I called it. Migos broke up. I actually kind of hate that. Hmm. Nobody seemed to care about that but me. (laughs) I mean, one of three left, right? Nigga, that's the same thing. They broke up. I hear that, but this is not the first time this has been a thing. And not the first time they've unfollowed each other, but the fact that they did release music together without him is kind of like uh, sticking it to the man. But I just refuse to believe it. That always happens when your man become a family man, bro. That's how it always goes. Yeah, he's the first one to disappear. He's off the side with the whole fam, but you know what? I hope that's what it is, because I definitely just assumed it was some like breakup internal beef shit. But I really hope that nigga just decided to be a family. The niggas are all actually family. Yeah. So what the fuck? I can't. I mean, I guess you could. I was about to say, that's why beef happens. Like, I guess. Niggas stop talking to their cousins and uncles all the time. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And then it don't even got to be beef between them. Like, their moms can have some, like, murder beef. Not murder beef. But, you know, <laughs> some, some, some deep-seated shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, about their dad or something. And now we just, it's causing problems between us. We got to choose. I thought they were all raised by the grandma. I don't know. Nigga. I know. I'm just, I know I'm just saying. throwing I know. shit out I'm just there. saying they specific case. I didn't want to say their moms were dead because I don't know, but definitely thought they were raised by their grandmother. The together. point is, the Migos are broken up, and I don't feel like anyone cares but me. Fucking Quavo and the other nigga putting out music without them. My thing is this. Uh, Takeoff take off has always been like the Michelle of the group. Okay. So like... Quavo and Offset has been like Beyonce and Kelly. And so think if Kelly left. Kelly can go out and be successful and have her own little family and disappear from the music scene for a while, come back out when she ready. Same as Offset. I don't like it. In my uh, headspace, if Kelly left, Michelle and Beyonce would just not really be it for me. I'd be like, well, Beyonce, just go by yourself, girl. What's the point? I, I mean, obviously. So. Obviously, if if Kelly left, I mean, of course, we all just doing I'm individual saying, Same for, like, Quavo, because to me, Quavo's Kelly. I mean, huh? I mean no, Quavo's oh. Beyonce, yeah. and then Takeoff would be Kelly, so. 
Takeoff would be Kelly. Nah, I give Offset Kelly. Offset's Kelly. In this analogy. I've they, heard a lot yeah. of people say Takeoff is their favorite rapper. Like they say Takeoff is hella underrated. Yeah. I feel like it's disrespectful is, to call him Michelle. Takeoff is really good to me. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Can't call him Michelle. I disagree, but I, I like I'm saying this whole thing. I really like the Migos, so I think yeah. they are like dope. I'm not gonna say like the best rappers, but yeah. of the three, in my opinion, Takeoff is the Michelle, bro. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Takeoff is Michelle. Bro. I mean, but he's better than Michelle. I just feel that's not a good Okay, we could give him I mean, I know you're saying We could give him Latoya really think about what we talking about We yeah. could give him Latoya But they wasn't a three-person oh, Latoya, Latoya <laughs> like it done had some success of her own <laughs> She done did movies and shit You know what I mean? That boy's gotta get a project to try, man Unconfused, man Unconfused In stores now I don't know if that's true, but you know, the ill thing, though, is probably going to slap because the thing I always say about Migos albums is them niggas do three verses on every song, and it's always too long. And now they only going to have two and maybe do something fancy for the third. <laughs> this shit might actually slap. I'm going to listen to that shit on the way home, man. Fuck that talk about. It dropped? I don't know. A whole project? I know they put out a song, yeah, they put out which a was song. whatever, but yeah. What else we got? Uh, happy Juneteenth to niggas. I'm about to say, we can't not say that. Happy Father's Day to niggas. Yo, they lied to me. I thought I had off from work today. But Frito was off. <laughs> My old job used to give us off, so kind of hating that I didn't get it off today. But it's all good. These niggas bought us fried chicken today, though. I don't oh know if God. I should do You work for a away. white corporation? I mean. Nah, that ain't cool. Mm-hmm. That's like having a watermelon contest. Watermelon eating contest. Why they do that? That ain't black. That ain't got shit to do with the emancipation, bro. <laughs> I don't like that. You I know, don't like that. I don't think that they was even celebrating Juneteenth. I think that they was just, <laughs> just wasting money. And they just bought chicken because that was the easiest thing to get for everybody at the moment. I feel like that's too coincidental. Possibly. Covert and overt racism. I don't know. I don't, yeah. I can't question shit. Micro questions, but you ate that good chicken, though, I'm sure. I damn sure. Did. I sure would. It was aight. Can't be it too suspicious. <laughs> Anybody got a black culture question for uh, Juneteenth Los? What? Oh, I guess. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Just for Juneteenth? Why you didn't tell us to be ready, TZ? Well, actually, I forgot until Lowe's walked in and said, Ain't this the Juneteenth episode? I'm like, oh, you want black culture questions. Wasn't <laughs> 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 nobody thinking about that. <laughs> so I actually had a Juneteenth quiz today. I don't know if I told y'all, but uh, my job did the Juneteenth quiz. I came in second place. Okay, TZ. These, these two black people tied for first. So they did 10 questions, and um, you know they got eight. I got seven. I got shafted on the one. Uh, so what's the question? The emancipation happened in 1863. How long did it take slaves to learn that they were free? I even give you multiple choice. Is it A, five years, B, six months, C, two years, or D, one year? It was definitely five. I'm sorry? Five. Five years? Yeah. It was either five or two. I I remember it took a while because like one, no one had great way of spreading the news, and then 
uh yeah like i think it was a uh, very very delayed in the south so i want to say five anybody else i'm gonna go with two. two i'm gonna go with two two twos. Two. 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 i mean the correct answer is two yeah and actually the lady who um like campaigned to get Juneteenth as a national holiday. She's like 80-something. She walks two and a half miles every year to commemorate the two and a half years it took for people to learn. Mm. Oh, that's nice. I wish I knew her name. It's like Ida Wells yeah. or something. I mean, Harry had been back and forth. I figured within two years, somebody from the North walked down there and said, Hey, don't y'all niggas know y'all free? <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that. What y'all doing? <laughs> so let me run this question by y'all, because this is one of the ones I got wrong, and I ain't like it. He asked that it was a true or false Um the second amendment the second amendment helped free helped free slaves helped slaves that had been freed i think was the wording the second amendment helped slaves that had been freed anybody's true or false what the hell is the second amendment wait i don't know the right to bear arms yes it is oh and did is the question the, the is did question that help is, slaves it or helped. not the answer is yeah it helped it helped and slaves I said, I said that shit was false and they said yes the reasoning behind the black dude who wrote these 10 questions was that the fact that slaves were legally able to bear arms, they could fight back when um, people tried to capture them. Let me know how that sounded, y'all. But no, that the slaves were able to, but they weren't going to give that to black people, right? At the time, right? I mean, constitutionally, that's the law. But then, even the way he worded it, how do these niggas read in the law if they haven't been able to? You're making it like possibly okay to go out and catch them. That's true. These niggas don't even know that they've been free. Are you talking about a second amendment that these niggas don't even know exists? He's like, hey, 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 you guys got to arm yourselves. This is a few of my kind that, that are out here still capturing you guys. and I can't do Definitely anything about them. Before the Green you Google said this. false? Yeah, I said it was false. I, I got it wrong. It was true. It helped them. I'm going to say, if this is any truth to this, this is where black cowboys came from. That's going to be my only way that this is true. Because everybody said that cowboys were really black dudes. And that's the only way I'm going to believe it. Like, they were just riding around shooting niggas that was trying to, like, take their freedom. Well, you know, Native Americans are, were Africans too. You know what I'm saying? Like it's word for word. these these was Africans out here. So uh we we was communicating with them and I don't think that um like anybody could have been a cowboy per se, but we was already we've been in tune with animals for the longest, so we probably was already riding. Y'all already started moving to Southwest and shit, and I'm talking about all indigenous people, not just like uh, Native Americans or whatever like that. Um, and two, we have always possessed a certain type of knowledge, so we we learn how to make weapons and all of that shit. So it's it's it ain't like we've been powerless this whole four hundred fucking years. It's been plenty of Matt Turners out there. You know what I'm saying? They might not have had a glorious ending with their life story or whatever like that, but there's plenty of folks who've been out here on some fight back type of shit. So I believe that that's always existed. Okay. Anybody else got? I got more Juneteenth questions. What was another one? Does anybody know the year 
that uh, Juneteenth became an official holiday? I can throw out options. Mm-hmm. A, 2019. Mm-hmm. B. Well, hold on. I, I guess I, I did want to comment on the previous thing. Oh, go ahead. Um, if it is true that it did help out African-Americans, the right to bear arms, then that's just the American propaganda, and I'm not going to believe it. I wouldn't believe that shit anyway. Because it wasn't, weren't they viewed as property and not people? But that's the point. Like once you're free, you can three fifths of a person, if that. So wait, once I'm free or once I escape from my plantation, what are we talking about? After the um, emancipation. Yeah. That's the whole point. Oh, after the emancipation. Freed slaves. Helped freed slaves. Okay. After the emancipation, though. That's why I had to reword it. The slaves that were already that that had been freed. Yeah, niggas ain't have to apply for a license back then, huh? I guess not. Everybody (laughs) can just do it. For sure. But that's how that Tulsa shit went down. That nigga was busting. I ain't want to have this conversation at my job, but I really wanted to be like, but wasn't the police formed to catch slaves and they had guns? So how do this really work? Like, I don't think that it would really work in their favor when there's like a whole committee already of people that catch these niggas. But whatever. You know, it was mixed company. (laughs) So anyways, uh, the year it became an official, what you call it? Um, uh, holiday, 2019, 1985, mm-hmm. uh, 1929. And does anyone want to guess what state was the first one to make it considered a holiday? Georgia. Is it A, Georgia, B, Mississippi, C, Texas, or D, Louisiana? Off the top, I was going to go to Louisiana. I was thinking Mississippi, not seriously, just because Mississippi would never do that shit. (laughs) I really think it's Georgia. Uh, I'm gonna fuck with Louisiana. I'm gonna say Louisiana. Louisiana. I was thinking Alabama child. I just fuck with Louisiana. What I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) You said Georgia. Georgia. I guess Louisiana. The answer is Texas. What? Uh -uh. Why would you? I couldn't believe it either. What? I couldn't believe it. What? I couldn't believe it. All right. Uh, Anybody got any positives, and then we can get out of here. My positive is that. Uh, motherfucking Abbott Elementary is coming back September 21st. I want to say it is. Whole lot of gang shit. Shout out to all them people. Hey, that's what's up. Um, Queen Latifah got renewed for the Equalizer for, I think, two more seasons. Ooh. Shout out to is Queen. That, I'm going to say that's positive because it's Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that show sucks. First off, Flex. I never watch it. I'm just talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it's not good. Is it, nah, is it a good show? It's a good show. It's a really good yeah. show. My positive is Beyonce dropping. Ooh, ooh. Ooh, ooh. Oh, yeah, it's called Beehive? Yeah. Okay. It's allegedly it's allegedly a lot of uh 
like really great contemporary female artists on there. Mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj, Rihanna, people like that. Yeah, I'm excited. And it's part one, so there's apparently going to be a yeah. series. That's the part I Act actually one really do like. Because I feel like she's a real artist, and so she's going to give us, you know. Yeah. A real. A whole piece of Project work. amongst the projects. Mm-hmm. I like that. Warriors as champions. I'm sorry? Okay. Warriors. Champions. Warriors as champions. Shout out to that. Anybody else? Stay black. Stay strong. Remember, they can't bring you down unless they below you. Loyalty before royalty. The real respond. Pimps up, hoes down. You know where the heck you want to be. Deuces. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, toodles. Friends. Family. Thank you all for watching. Like, comment, subscribe. Oh, yeah, do all that. Don't forget to hit us up in the DMs, even if it's just to say hello. Everything is here in Michigan. MLM Market. That's a, yeah, that's another scam. Life, nigga. <laughs> we fucking paying to live, y'all. How is we paying to live on this free-ass earth? But we killing everything. We killing all the shit to get food. We... Killing all the animals to have spaces to live. We killing all the trees to make shit to live. We paying taxes and interest on everything, bro. That's crazy. That's probably gonna be the name of this pod already. Tax. What the fuck is interest? Nigga! What the fuck is interest for? My Student loans is a fucking scam, bro. Why the fuck do I gotta pay to go to school when I'm just gonna be out here in your stupid ass workforce? Maybe if I can afford a house in your stupid ass housing market, maybe and be stuck in debt forever. Certainly. See, I gotta disagree on that one. I agree it's a scam only in how much it fucking costs. That's the scam. Like having to pay, like, all right, you know, I can no. understand that. Because no. they wanted to go to school to make the country more productive. Pay for that shit. Right. For you, pay for that shit. Nah. There's a lot of countries that don't pay, that don't got the situation we got over here. So it ain't like it can't be another way. Yeah, shit is different, though. Yeah, I know what else is scam. Bail money. Death. You said bail money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I can pay to get to avoid this consequence, you know, like, oh, let me get out. You feel me? So that means the richer I am, the more crime I could commit. I'm just really with the uh, with the idea of having green on the pod. I mean, you definitely just bullied your way in. I mean, because you guys are just leaving it okay. No, nigga, I want you on the pod. Right. Why do you want me to right. do that? Come on, man. I don't. I just. I don't want to force you because I don't understand why you're not. And it's like I think it's a good idea. That's That's I still think he should be blurred out though. Let me just say that for the record. Uh, if that's the case, then I'm, uh, yes. I'd rather not, not be on camera. Uh, <laughs> Get over here. Oh shit, I mean I already licked this thing. Hey man, 
y'all know my rule, dog. I don't want to be forced to nobody to do nothing they don't want to do, but I don't, I don't. Okay, already said it, but you're acting like you don't want to be on it, and I'm just like, if you don't want to, that's okay. You've been bullied since the podcast started, don't stop. Me?